0: Hello everyone welcome to the 15th episode of our podcast when we met uh in this week's episode we are going to talk to ritam patnaker who is the founder of india film project IFP is Asia's biggest content festival and we're going to talk a lot about uh how they are moving the festival from you know being like an offline festival to to more like an online festival this year of course because of the pandemic and uh, a lot of things around the shift in content industry uh, some things about how it helps participants and you know artists who will be part of these uh, competitions and these challenges and how they get to be part of a bigger community from across the world and not just let's say from your city or from your country um, I also quickly want to just tell you all uh, one small little thing that this is going to be the second last episode of uh, this second season of the podcast and we will be taking a like a small little break after uh, the 16th episode and then we'll be back uh, with curating more such conversations for you all um, and obviously we'll keep you keep telling you all some some new things in the new projects that we are doing new collaboration that we're doing uh, over our instagram page so you can always stay in touch with us uh, through the Instagram page. And if you want to know anything about uh, India Film Project, there's a link in the description of this episode. And you all can directly just, uh, you know, check out their website and know everything about them. For now, I'm going to move and uh, get this conversation with Ritim going ahead. And uh, okay, let me add him and then we can get this started once again thank you so much Ritam, for giving me your time if i can ask you uh the very first thing and and I won't, I'm, I'm not sure if you know this or not i've been part of india film project uh in two manners one in 2018 when two of my friends we just decided that okay chalo uh, you know let's 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 be part of this uh, film competition and uh, you know uh we will we'll create a film uh, sadly, we couldn't complete the film in that duration because, <laughs> you know, it, we were just scratching our heads about how okay, we record kare, shoot kare? And eventually, shoot karne काफी come time shoot. Uh, and then obviously, last year uh, in 2019, when PFA was community partner, just like this year. Uh, so that's how uh, we have been part of IFP. But I really want to know from you, uh, because this is the 10th season. Uh, how was the first season and how did it start? And now how does the 10th season look for India Film Project?
1: My first season, I think uh, the way I started India Film Project was a very, very unplanned uh, way of uh, doing across something. So I had just figured out that I wanted to be an uh, entrepreneur. I didn't want to do a job, uh, but I didn't figure out uh, what do I want to do as an entrepreneur. So I think this question pestering me, kept testing me every few days wherein I used to think kuch to karna hai. Uh, my previous internships and work experiences were around film space so I thought let's get across put up a challenge and uh, this is way back in 2011 and the easiest thing that you could do back then was uh, put out things on Facebook because Facebook was new it was exploding with some very woke people and people were looking at such opportunities and they never thought that social media could also give them opportunities other than content right uh, so uh, I put across, mm-hmm. I made a Facebook group and if you remember Facebook ka karta tha, that you could make a group and add as many people as you want and sabko wo, there was no invite system, there was just an adding mechanism. So I just made a group overnight. I said, okay, so we are doing a 50 hour filmmaking challenge uh, because it started from Ahmedabad. It was called Ahmedabad Film Project and uh, you have to make a film in 50 hours. This is the group and I, I and one of my interns, we added close to 4,000 people in a group overnight and uh, we just floated across the rules i knew basic coding so i made a 3 4 page uh, website around it and i said okay theek website banega logo banega rules banega and then let's see if people want to register and next day uh, at the office because us time pe internet uh, uh, online payments so people had to either pay through cash or check or demand draft kind of a thing. So next day morning mein, before I reached there was a guy who was standing there saying that okay, yahan pe payment, why And we were like, oh, shit. Uh, we, ko we went live and tomorrow morning, mein, I think 10 o'clock there was a guy standing there getting uh, waiting to get registered kind of a space. So liye, uh, it, it was something that uh, uh, completely started unplanned. So if I have to be really honest, I will say I've never ever for the first two three years I've never ever planned something the first 600 people uh, in the first year they just came in uh, uh, there was no marketing budget, we just rented a nice auditorium, uh, got Sanjay We he was just recently famous out of doom back then we got another jury uh, member to start uh, flag off and everything seven days later we got a small space now where people had to come submit their films in DVD so they had to give us two copies of DVD and imagine what you think we used to do all those kind of stuff. And uh, I think at the end of uh, uh, 15 20 days, we had 600 people. Uh, and across the weekend, we had people who made 86 films. Uh, the good part was that uh, a lot of people, because it was compulsory for them to be in Ahmedabad to shoot, right? So people had to travel down, unlike uh, this time. So glad we didn't end a pandemic at those, those initial mm-hmm. stages. But uh, people could travel down, yeah. Uh, and we had people from more than 11 uh, cities who traveled down. Uh, so for me, what worked more was that there were people from 11 cities, which meant that whatever I was doing was not a necessity, just for my city or for people around uh, mm-hmm. around my city. So when you see that uh, people are traveling down all the way from Chennai, from Kolkata to be a part of this, you really feel that there's something which has to happen on the larger places uh, yeah. as well uh and i had before that i used to be in mumbai and i had seen uh, a lot of people a lot of my room partners in fact uh planning to make a film never been able to make a film uh kind of space having a stock of stories uh scripts but never been able to do anything out of those scripts because casting time so this weekend became a place where pe people could one uh, break their molds come out uh, uh, say okay you know what i have to make a film there's no choice of not making it uh so yeah. the procrastination creator procrastination because everyone is on the same thing secondly robs everyone of everything that they've gained till now so you, the only thing that stays with you is your experience probably or your smartness uh, everything else stops making sense because you have probably say 15 years of experience i'm just a newbie but uh, both of us have just 50 hours to make a film right so we have a constraint which is very much similar to us. So you might be having the best of equipment. I might be having the poorest of equipments. Uh, you might be having the best of uh, experience of making tens of short films. This might be my first short film, but bro, we just have same amount of time. So let's see what you can crap, crack up and what I can crack up. Yeah. And a lot of people realize that, you know what, uh, uh, being a creator, experience is something that at the after point it doesn't matter. It also depends on how how talented are you, how how, uh, how how fast can you creatively come up with things, uh, yeah. how fresh and raw your thoughts and ideas are going to be. So we saw some really amazing uh, new time, new fresh creators coming up, competing with people who had 10 years of experience and making films which were like awesome. So yeah. I think that started happening uh, for us and that's when we realized mm-hmm. that something to uh, to think it up and let's let's put it into a larger perspective and then we never thought of doing this again because we thought of it as a one-time exercise for ourselves uh, unless next year I think our office landline there was a call which came up and a guy who called up and said Sir, registration stuff sure and we were like what people are expecting us to do this activity again so the first three years were majorly about getting acquainted myself with the fact that we wanted to do this annually and we wanted to uh, perceive this activity as uh, not just a, uh, a fun activity for us but yeah. also probably later as a business for us uh, as well. Uh, cut to fifth season wherein we went international yeah so it was the first time that we said okay uh, uh, from whatever country you are, whatever city you are, uh, now you can participate uh, uh, so we opened up ourselves uh, for teams from across uh, the world uh, so we, we had, I, I remember we had 8 or 9 odd countries which participated uh, and a lot of Majorly, of course, a lot of NRIs who were participating. So a lot of students who was Indian students who are studying there who were participating. Uh, and then 2016 is when we decided Ahmedabad uh, because we want to grow this festival. Let us take it to a place where there are more creators around because we wanted to make it a creators festival and not just a filmmakers festival. And that's where we went to Mumbai. And up 10th season is so my simplest analogy is that uh, uh, ninth season ka main gate ka jo kharcha hai na that is double than my entire expense of doing the first season as in my first season was so cheap ke main ninth season ka main gate bj usse khada nahi uh, in terms of if i have to put it in terms of uh, festival financials uh, of course we don't look at it that way but if you see the growth that's my one of my key metrics so from 600 people uh, in 2011 to more than I'll say, uh, close to 55,000 people in 2009, uh, sorry, 2019. I think that has been a, a great, great shift. We have seen, uh, years where we have grown three times, uh, almost 300% uh, year on year. And I, I think, of course, I be 300% can about muscular, but I think 2013, 14, 15, 16 were crazy years for us. Uh, okay. yeah.
0: And I think how you were seeing that it started with people had to give two dvd copies to you they had to pay in cash uh, and or check and demand draft and all these other things and i think now in the 10th season when it's entirely online like not just the film submission process or payment process or the entire festival itself tell us how how the 10th season is different from all the nine seasons or let's say the last season comparatively
1: So 10th season uh, is very, very, very different for us, uh, uh, I'll say. Because uh, the kind of things that we are doing right now at office when you're planning the festival are things that we've never done before. We have understood uh, those perspectives before. For example, I'll just tell you, uh, for the first nine uh, seasons, uh, whatever festival programming we used to do, whatever sessions we used to do, were majorly based on our assumption of what a creator might think, right? Because, uh, uh, of course, there were not many forums which are doing something like this uh we uh, thought we will decide what we want to do whom we want to get all those kind of things and pro- i think programming wise that's how most of the festivals roll out so they say okay this year i want to talk about xyz things and this year i want to adopt uh, this as a major theme to me and then of course roll it out uh, uh, to larger audiences so for example for us one of our key themes always has been create collaborate and celebrate so the entire festival that happens uh it has been about creating, uh, then collaborating and celebrating. And that's how we have divided our session. So if you see our workshops are majorly create. Uh, all our uh, sessions which uh, celebrate are majorly about celebrating films, music, people, genres, etc. And then collaborate is a place wherein we get people to meet, it, meet each other and have both of them in a equal manner. But this year create, collaborate, celebrate doesn't uh, make any sense because people are not creating right and what do you celebrate because nothing has come out great this year isn't there are hardly few OTT shows which have come out so there's no create there's no celebrate so then how do we completely go out and understand what do people want so for the first time we went out and did a, a huge survey we got more than 3500 people to respond to us and tell us what are the things that they are looking for uh, so this is the first time that we are not taking assumptions but driving more on the data basis so people said you know what I'm looking to update my skills right now, probably, uh, and I'm not looking to uh, probably uh, look at collaboration because I don't think so this year I'm going to collaborate anyways. So instead of taking up assumptions, we became more data driven. And I think that's where, uh, so for example, that's just one small kind of a change that we've come in. The same change happens saying that what do you do with uh, people uh, on a computer screen? Because in a typical venue, people like to be at a festival for good seven to eight, nine hours. right? For example, last year, our average of festival was close to 6.7 hours. Which is, anyone who's coming to the festival is at least staying for close to seven hours. Say. Uh, staying on a screen for seven hours is not going to be an easy thing. For example, I can't stay on a screen for seven hours. in an office, yeah. mein, I stay on it, but I can't be like meeting new people every yeah. hour on a screen. So now how do you deal with something like this? Uh, because we don't have a solution to it as such. Uh, we don't want to make a festival a month long festival because then yeah. uh, it makes uh, it just kills the entire vibe of the festival. We want to keep it three days. We want to make sure that people are not more than four hours in front of screen. If we do that, then we'll be left with no programming at all. Hardly we'll be able to put up 15, 20, 30 sessions. And our target is usually 120 sessions each year. How are we doing 120 sessions? twenty. So I think those kind of smaller things that uh, this year has just put up out is a challenge for us here and i think every day there is something new that we get to see venue uh, uh, we are just doing platform recce so we are checking out different platforms that have, offer virtual festival uh, so i think that way 2010 is going to be a very diff- different year for us in terms of challenges it's been a completely opposite so one of the good things that has happened is that a lot of people have used this time to to uh, become a better creator people have used this time to probably the skills people have used this time to probably uh, find out good connections from their city uh, or or learn a new technique completely. So in terms of challenges, the kind of participation that we usually get, I think this time we are getting 2.5 X more than what we are usually getting. So for example, uh, the trend that we have been seeing and we usually set a number saying that this is the number of entries that might usually come up uh, uh, considering the challenge format uh, and our previous data. So this year it's completely like crazy, like filmmaking challenge, uh, last year we had close to 1800 teams, uh, Mm -hmm. which were there. Uh, And this year we had set a target of uh, 1800 itself. We said, let's not aim at more number of teams, but let's at least get 1800 teams, because uh, uh, a lot of people might not be able to go out and shoot. And that was our assumption, but uh, still a month to go. uh, And we already have close to 700 teams on board. So. Like last one month, you know, you have been into yeah, the, yeah, rush, yeah. So you know, the, the the rush on the last day. So for yeah. us, the last three days are when the teams usually uh, crazily come in. Uh, yeah. So for us, I think uh, uh, the, the way we have seen something in script writing, uh, storytelling, uh, in fact, this year for us, design challenge uh, in terms of entries has never been the highest, uh, uh, you know, entered challenge uh, uh-huh. this time yeah. uh, every year. For us, usually it's script writing because script writing is something that uh, people resonate, of course, more with India film project. And uh, uh, that has been always something Wherein we go out and produce short films as well. But this year, something crazy has been happening is design challenge. We still have another 10 days to go for the design challenge to come up. And we have more than thousand plus uh, people who have already registered. And now with 10 days. Uh, I just got on a call with Jury and I was telling them, saying that itthna, this is about the numbers. They're like, how are we going to judge? Say, if you get 2,500 uh, people to participate, how are we going to judge them? Uh, so now we are into a different set of things. So, well, yes, on the challenges front, we are pre- pretty happy. Uh, for example, we launched something called a music challenge this year, which is a 50-year yeah. music challenge. So, we realized that uh, people were loving to. Uh, make original compositions for their films in the 50 hour filmmaking channel because it's a necessity. They can't use a copyrighted track. And uh the same people used to write to us saying that many track hai. can you also have an award for best track? Can you see my track? Because I'm getting a five minute track composed uh just for my short film. So we said if people can compose a completely new track, mix it and put it out there, uh why can't we just get more Say singers, songwriters, bands to participate and probably create an original song and then make it a separate challenge for them. So uh, something that aroused uh, completely from a community Insta DMs wherein people used to write us emails and DMs saying that why don't you guys put out a challenge that is going to be uh, just for musicians. So that's how we landed up in something uh, in a 50th music challenge and for us again 50th music challenge plus this year when we announced the music challenge February. February uh, and we put it out on the website and opened the registrations from 15th March, we never saw this year coming up. None of us saw this year coming yeah. up like this, right? Yeah. It's only on 25th March that we realized that something <laughs> And uh, then by the time we had already launched it, there's no point of pulling back the challenge and then we realized that we to log challenge ki because uh, uh paas bandwidth to it's going to be more difficult to work this year. And at, a, at such a time to launch a challenge, it might uh, sound very small thing but it's a huge task yeah, have yeah, it is, it is. we have to draft so many things and there's not a single reference point also that we have there's no other music challenge that happens across the world uh, which is a time bound music channel so for us to put all those things together to get the jury to get the mentor so many things at a, at a single place and the kind of entries that you are getting in Music Challenge, I office may cake cut to my But the people were so happy the way uh, the kind of people who are participating. Some really, really famous bands, some really, really famous uh, singer-songwriters who are out there, who have got great following, already been doing some great work, who might not look at a platform like this to come in, are also participating this year because they just want to have that hang of... Uh, uh, of making a song over
0: a weekend, a kind yeah. kind of. Like, I think this yeah. is what so, makes IFP as a content festival and not just as a film festival, right? I mean, uh, yes. it's not a film festival; it's a content. It has design, script writing, music, everything, practically everything. Uh, and you right. know, that's that's what probably makes it very unique as well, because it's it's like one of the kind content festival across Asia, across globe, and across the country as well. So.
1: So very consciously been into uh, into that. space, I tell you where uh, it all comes from. So uh, you know, as a creator, and since you are also running a community, you might also be surrounded by a lot of creators who reach out to you directly or through Instagram DMs yeah. or through Facebook messages, right? And I've always seen that we figured out most of these things of what to do next coming completely from Instagram DMs or uh, completely from Facebook messages. Mother Facebook messages. Facebook dead, but there Facebook, pe, aaj bhi itne atate, some really nice people coming up. For example, this year, uh, uh, there were 3-4 cascading messages which came about uh, why don't you also talk about photography at the festival when we were also already talking about films. Or someone who said why don't you talk about performing arts. Right. So then this year we said okay, so when uh, at the festival when we are speaking about films, about literature, about digital, about music, Let's also speak about photography, about performing arts, about technology uh, and design and make it a place which becomes a little more wholesome. So there's at least something for people from uh, entire content domain on and not just limited to films. I think those ideas come very genuinely from, uh, from people who are already yeah. out there and just they keep on throwing random ideas to us. Yeah, why don't you do this? And we are like, Wow, kya sahi idea, area. Then why don't you do this? Why do you charge so much? And then we realized uh, those kind of feedbacks that keep on coming and then we just
0: keep on building on those feedbacks exactly i mean especially when when it's when it's a property like this where, where there are different creators you know it's it's like building a community all together listening to the community is probably the most important thing and you know they right. they itself give you uh, some you know understanding or tips or you know just feedback about how it can be better which is which is a brilliant way uh, can you tell us like how you know india film project or let's let's consider any other such events or competitions or festivals how do how are they beneficial for a creator like what happens if somebody wins this competition or let's say what happens when you know they become a part of community like this any any stories you have from the last nine seasons or anything that you can share with us in fact a lot of them yeah
1: so uh, since 2016 one of are the key things that our community manager does uh, and is part of their work role is to make a list of such things that we find out uh, uh, and document them. So, I think we've run into hundreds of such stories when people either who started with us or uh, probably uh, were in a starting phase when they participated with IFP uh, either won or there are a lot of people who didn't win and still went out and said, you know what. This is where I, first year I didn't win, second year I didn't win, third year I still didn't win and then I found out what exactly not to do in my life. So even those kind of things that came out. So for me, I think a lot of successes and misses out of uh, something like this. Uh, One of the key things that we have been doing at IFP is how do you make sure that a creator who participates with you takes back something out of this? You know, you have been a participant at 50 Hour Filmmaking Challenge. What was your one key take back out of it?
0: I think it it just we initially thought that you know it's going to be difficult, but it was very exciting. Like you right. know, we get the theme, the the categories of the competition, and all that like on two days before the submission, and uh, it's just more challenging and like exciting rather than it being difficult. Right. So it also makes us understand what capabilities and what skills we have, which which I kind of right. believe is a very uh, brilliant thing. Like to. To make somebody aware and conscious about their own skills is a brilliant thing that a competition can do.
1: Right. So uh, I think for us that has been the number one answer when we ask people like, did you participate with us. They tell us saying that, okay, you know what, I don't think I came here for winning. And that's what most of the people do here. Uh, so I realized that uh, 95% of people who participate in IFP don't participate for winning. The only those 5% people or 10% people who are just out there and say, okay, I, my only reason to participate here is to win because you GoPro and you get are going to get chance 90-95% people who participate are completely there because of the excitement of the format itself. Uh, because they, through this entire activity, they get to know probably themselves and their teams much more better. Uh, so I always, always tell my team, I, I tell them that, you know what, at the end, IFP is also a good team building activity two sleepless nights uh, during the 50-hour filmmaking challenge. Same thing is, uh, happens with the music challenge as well this year. People can't sleep, uh, they have uh, conflicts which happen out of it. Uh, they have, uh, uh, you know, uh, decisions to make in a short time. They have limitations that they have to overcome. And when they do it together, that is when they realize that they are a better team, or they have come out as a better person uh, out of this. So, of course, that is one of the primary things. But uh, the bigger thing that I see is that a lot of people get aligned with their larger vision of what they want to do. Uh, so, for example, a friend of mine, uh, Mikhail, I usually quote him uh, at a lot of places, is uh, someone who was engineering fourth year graduate, uh, wanted to figure out and then he came across the IFP, made a film. And uh, that entire idea, uh, probably uh, of not even not not even winning, but the entire thought that he could make films, and he liked the idea of making something like this in future. And seven years later, uh, or six years later, I think he won the uh, award for best film uh, in national award. Uh, Another two years later, he just made a film with Rajkumar Rao uh, called Made in China. So the entire genesis for someone to become a filmmaker started from a competition. Where his idea was not even to win. So he had come out because he saw an odd ad and he said, Ari, Ari, the cool, lagta. or a friend told him, Yar, You know, take a f- film, bol film kabhi. this is happening. Why don't you go out and make a film like this? And the entire genesis yeah. of uh, that thought uh, and that seed that gets born into your hand, especially for people who are starting out. Uh, for people who are experienced, for example, now with filmmaking or with script writing uh, even with storytelling, we see a lot of experienced people coming in. So people with 15 years of experience coming here, 35, 40 year olds, uh, they worked as uh, producers or writers or directors for two, three feature films, and they still participate with us. The entire joy is of making a team out of it. Uh, and for the rest 10% uh, people mm-hmm. who uh, come there for prizes, then we, of course, have a lot of things to give them out here. Uh, so uh, we have always had this ideology that we don't give a cash prize. Nahi That's not how we want to keep a value or define a value to your win. Yeah. Uh, so then we started creating incentives that were more meaningful. For example, all the winning films from IFP, we give them a direct theatrical release to them at, across PVR cinemas uh, mm-hmm. or we have a show on MTV which is called IFP Shorts uh, which comes mm-hmm. every Sunday. So. Uh, that way MTV edit reach of 25 million. So we take up yeah. all these uh, top 200 films from IFP and show them on our uh, show on a Sunday evening and repeat them on Wednesday. Or we give them a mentoring session with a jury on their next project. So uh, probably if they have a project in place or if they just want to get mentored about their career, they get an access to spend an entire day with a
0: yeah.
1: jury member. So those kind of things that are anyways going to help a bigger, uh, they are going to be a bigger help to someone rather than... Uh, monetary cash prizes that usually uh, get spent to a, you know, most of the time I've had this experience on the cash prize, A science competition and they wanted me to use it to make a lab and school, And I have all the money gifting, So I know uh, how Probably yeah a lot of and I think it's, it's
0: for it's for the good only and not just you know these um you know mentoring by jury it's it's also great to be a part of a community like this right it's it's always great, great to know other filmmakers from your city right. country or right. globally whatever or let's say if you're a director or an actor it's always better to meet some other directors actors writers producers whatever so I mean that community aspect I think is something that's very very important. Secondly, um, yes,
1: absolutely. I think. You saying that makes all the more <laughs>
0: validation to me. I think. mean, it does. I mean, people don't understand the power of, you know, networking yeah. today or knowing people or whatever, having those human connections because uh, what money cannot buy is, yes. is something these right. relations and all these things. So right. definitely that. And one more other, I think why people should participate in such competitions is that, let's say when everyone puts out their, uh, you know, like snippets or some pictures using a hashtag like IFP 50 r filmmaking challenge, whatever the hashtag is, it, a lot of other people also get to see each other's films or snippets or you know just right. behind the scenes stories, anything like that. Right. So that's also one way to connect online uh, and digitally uh, even before the festival or after the festival, whatever that is. So I think these are So we've, we've heard about things, you know, wherein, so for example, there was one team. I know them because they are
1: also connected to me on Facebook. Uh, And they wanted to be, uh, so they were from Chennai and they wanted to shoot in uh, Delhi, but they had no local support in Delhi. So uh, they uh, saw one of the teams participating in IFP making good films. Uh, They found them through some hashtag or Instagram say they wrote to them saying that, okay, we are coming to Delhi and we would want to collaborate with you guys because we don't know anything about Delhi and I think you guys made a great, great film that we looked up to. And that's how they together made a, 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 a project happen. Right, so those kind of collaborations they need a seeding ground, yeah, and this is where places like IFP or uh, platform for artists become a seeding ground for them to at least have
0: those kind of things, yeah. otherwise, where are you going to even find like-minded people together? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that's, you know, you cannot define ki is ki value it's, it's literally priceless that you, you know, meet somebody who's, who's like in, in your domain and in your industry segment, and you know, you just become friends right. over time. I think that's, that's something that's priceless. Um, i can't find such place for me
1: it's really challenging i don't find a place wherein i get i think the last place i would have went to even in the last two three years where i found uh same like minded people was uh, the F of X festival that we did. yeah, at, yeah. Uh, i think that's I that's I when
0: we be... met last right and we right, never right. imagined it ki i think this was in february 2020 mm-hmm. we never imagined it ki hum jab ghar chale jayenge wapas sab kuch band ho jayega, lockdown ho jayega and all those things but yeah i mean that festival was really like with the vibe of connecting with a lot of like minded people right right yes
1: Something
0: I think something that I I would want to ask uh, apart from this online events or festivals in general is uh, because you run like a big content festival. Uh, how do you see how has the content industry and and by content industry I just don't mean films or Bollywood or OTT whatever YouTube anything uh, but in general the whole content industry. How has it changed or shifted because of this pandemic, and where do you see it going ahead?
1: So, uh, two key things that I found out: one is uh, people who had, you know, people who didn't have work right now used this time to up their skills, which is something which is very good. I think uh, uh, every once in a while, that's what most of the corporates do, right? They send you to a training, and uh, it's not something which is uh out of the blue random thing that they're doing it's a planned process and every once in a while it's like you know when you are in a layman's race you need to come to a pit you can't be just completely running 24 hours what's been happening with most of the creators is that they've been in the 24-hour zone you would race talira, race my time to upgrade hey that's what most of the industry people uh, i know across uh uh, films across uh, otts people have been making of course have been in that zone so there is no time for upgradation so this became a great time for people to upgrade so a lot of people around me uh, who are creators who told me about you know what i learned this i learned the vfx that i had been trying or I, I learned to compose music so people learned new skills so at the moment things are going to open a lot of new things are going to come out because because uh people stepped up so they took themselves a level up and uh, they probably are going to now experiment and create things which is going to be a great great uh, uh, stuff to see i i think a couple of days back i i uh, i bought a pass to uh a online play that was happening uh, so there were five people from different five six people from different uh, spaces who were performing who were at their home and they're performing a play without stage without lights without anything and they've built or learned something like this over the pandemic. So I think that's going to be the number one uh, thing that is going to happen is that creators are going to come up with much more energy, much more freshness, uh, much more new talent abilities in in the next couple of months that we are going to see. And I think I've already started seeing the way people have started putting out content now. It looks as if I reboot button button up, you know? They're like, okay, dude, now I'm back to the game. Ka <laughs> uh On the second side, uh, one of the key things that I'm going to uh, that I personally foresee is that a lot of people have realized that they have creative abilities uh, as such, you know, a lot of people realize that they had cross abilities as well. So one is uh, uh, the first is about scaling up or learning new things. The second is about realizing that you have such kind of abilities. For example, a friend of mine who's been making short films all his life, uh, he for the first time, uh, you, you know, thought of why not. Let me also be trying to make a music. Let me also try uh, probably to uh, to be a vocal singer. Uh, mm-hmm. He probably recorded his first song, made a small video out of it and put it across and people loved it, for example. So realizing that you are not just into a single uh, or you are not just, for example, only a cinematographer or you are not just only a director or you are not just only a writer, but you can also be a shapeshifter which is something uh, that most of the people hadn't been realizing. You know, people always thought, okay, I, re- I recognize myself as an editor. For example, uh, you recognize yourself as a founder to a community or I recognize myself as a founder to a community. Uh, it was as simple as that. I never thought that I can be an artist because I never got that time to explore. Uh, and now suddenly there's a new branch to me. Now how this branch is going to evolve is completely going to be upon me. But uh, did I have time to probably think about such things and make it happen. Yes. So I, at least had that kind of a time, which usually, you know, I'm not, otherwise you would have turned 50 and you would be like, my, I'm a platform artist, chala dek, itna bada community but what did you do for yourself? Which was something new that you did. Uh, and this is where I think uh, this year, uh, helped. so as such on a larger scale, I see industry may one, a lot of fresh new format content coming in. Yes. A lot of people experimenting. Second, I see a lot of people now also going to do a lot of new things. Yeah. Uh, so you will suddenly see cinematographers trying to direct you will also see a lot of uh, directors trying to write uh, because they got that space to do uh, explore uh, and this is going to happen in the entire pyramid of, so it's also going to happen to the topmost uh, film and television and web industry jahan pe this will happen and it is also going to happen to the smallest of creator uh, who thought that she's a painter but now she also realizes that she is also going to be a musician uh, as well so I think that entire uh Shift that i see uh,
0: happening i think yes. and, and on not only in the creation side but i think also in the consumption like the audience is becoming more mature in, in terms of what content they are consuming let that be a youtube video or whatever instagram Correct. video igtv anything like that they are also becoming like okay Correct. oh now i know what is cringe content what is good content and what is uh, you know like like so i hope
1: are, i hope that is happening i, <laughs> I hope that is happening I, I just i just feel my audience you know video dekh raha and it was a video about atm versus ducati which youtube like i never search about bikes but my youtube somehow algorithm went crazy so there's this guy 20 uh, year old guy uh, from I think some small town in uh, Bihar because he had a Bihari accent and he had two bikes parked behind him so, a bullet thi, a KTM thi. and he was telling them, hey, bullet a like, bullet, and the bullet he he bullet, he bullet and he was running the bullet, he he was just basically making fun of it and that video had more than 6 million views you know? so I wrote down 60 lakh people have watched this <laughs> and I was like sixty lakh like, people had the time to watch something like this, mother, it's not a, even a genuine good review. Matab, India apna sar wo you know, so there's so many good, good, really good content channels which are happening, but people are like ke, hai, wo sab chhodo, putte, bike ke na, wo wo fifteen minute video, and it's not even something which is like eight minute. Ka. Ke, chal, for fun, you are just watching it and going it across. And he's like being so serious about it. So this is what people are going to watch at the end and यहाँ पे के सब लोग content producers को अपने directors को brief this vision And और वहाँ vision की पड़ी ही comparison करूँगा मैं गली video yeah I definitely yes I
0: mean this whole shift like we I mean Filmmakers, I, I hear filmmakers saying that audience needs masala hi and because its producer is, you know, wants to make right. money. So then, you know, we have to give masala. We, we really want to create some great films, but then audience needs masala. So maybe now because of this pandemic, that one good shift might have happened that, you know, I, I had never subscribed to this newbie platform where... You know, they, they curate yes. films. And, you know, right, the pandemic right. made me to, you know, shift from Netflix, Hotstar, Amazon Prime to a more curated platform like Mubi. I, yeah. so, I think uh, some
1: beautiful stuff that they're doing. Yeah, I mean, their
0: library, I, I, I always wanted to watch some other free films by uh, Inari too, like his film, which is Life is Beautiful, uh, Beautiful, 21 Grams yeah, and all I, these yeah. other films. And, you know, I really I wanted to it. watch them. Uh Probably this pandemic gave me the time to watch all his films. Uh, so that's one good thing that has um, right. happened. Right. Right. I think uh, I'm not sure if it has happened for everyone. Uh, not sure if that has happened for everyone. Uh,
1: but uh, what you're saying, uh, I'm getting it from where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, I have seen this happening in my friends wherein they realize. That's surfing 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 a good content child. okay so this is what i want to set my standard for and that's how they start, started setting up benchmarks for what kind of things they want want to watch and in fact I, i'll say more than what they want to watch they have realized what they don't want to watch uh especially yeah so yeah. that has started happening yeah i
0: think I, mean, I think that's there. also like a very Good initial step, like once you know, ki, ha, bhai, mujhe puja nahi hai. yeah, I don't like that, and Array. things like that. Uh, it becomes like a start for you to then realize, ki hai. Now that we're talking guess, about the whole industry, I mean. Two hot debatable topics that are currently going on. Uh, one is that ki, you know, uh, OTT platforms pay directly film releases, hori hai, which which is you know, is it fair or not? Because I think few months back when Inox released that statement saying ki, you know, this is unfair and all those things. So, that one is second hot topic, which has been going on like forever. I think that. Uh, censorship on OTD platforms, and is there a need for that or not? What is your opinion on these two hot debatable topics? So,
1: when you say you when you say hot pick, I thought you might talk about nepotism, <laughs> and I was like, nahi, <laughs> nepotism pe. for example, every time someone talks about nepotism, <clears throat> even in my office, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you? Yeah, 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 I can hear you. So every time someone talks about <clears throat> nepotism, na my entire answer to them is Tushal Kapoor and Uday Chopra. I am like, nepotism ka baat. <laughs> Kya nepotism? That's the like. I don't know. If nepotism hota to, to hum kis level pe hote? Anyways, so coming back to your uh, uh, thing about OTTs and uh, uh, releasing on OTTs. Uh, one yes, I I definitely I think uh, see distribution channel is. Uh, going to change always. I'd say 10 years ago, I used to buy my stuff from uh, from stores. Uh, you know, uh, at least all my electronic stuff and everything. Since last couple of years, I've been buying it uh, from uh, Amazon. Uh, no one cares about the retail stores anymore, right? I don't know how often do you go to retail stores. I probably go one fifth than what I used to go earlier. Uh, the retails, the retail stores can't be coming out and trying. Of course, they have been issuing statements. They've been going across, but it's not something. जहाँ पे business बंद होगा I haven't seen retail stores decreasing in number. You know, I see uh, e-commerce solving a problem for certain segment, and still the retail stores solving the problem for the major segment, and it's still there. Like I, I remember. 14 when flipkart came in big and uh, you know the first thing that the entire debate that started in tech world was about you know flipkart going to kill the retail store these retail associations coming out and talking about yeah um, you know Flipkart ko band karo ya unko limited boots do or something just keep a control on them everyone is coexisting uh, in this so distribution is going to shape shift it itself and that's a given formula uh one of the Key things that's not going to happen is that theaters are not going to go anywhere because for 20% people they might still go to theater to watch a film. 80% people go to theater just because it's a good outing for film. And outings can't change. Right. I, I don't go to theater to watch a film. Like I don't remember when did I go, except for some XR films that I want to watch in a theater toy story. I, I am I'm excited. Most of the times it's like a friend making a plan to meet up and then there's no space to meet up. And, uh, the only space that left is, is left in the theater. So we say, okay, chalo, yeah. let's go together, watch a film. We'll also have a meal together. That's how your evenings are. Yeah. So I don't think so that theaters are going to shut shop uh, the way they are reacting. Uh, they are just overreacting. They also know that, uh, at the end, a good amount of their revenue is going to come out, uh, for a film is going to come out from, uh, from theaters itself. So I think a coexistence over now see the amount of content that we have. So, uh, 2000, say, for example, a year like 2000 in India, uh, you would have ideally somewhere around one film releasing a week or one or three or four odd films releasing a month. So somewhere around 50 films a year that India would usually produce or close to 20 television, 20 25 television channels with original content. And that's about it. So, you know, the only way you could get entertained was you used to go to a PVR, or you used to go yeah. to a multiplex, and you were like, what is it? Film yeah. yeah. because because I want to go yeah. and, uh, watch it. now in cut to 2020 you go to Netflix you have more than two like hours of programming you go to prime yeah. you have another three four hours of programming uh, films have Hai. Television pe there are there are 4,000 channels on so, Instagram, your entire app is filled of content. Now there's so much of content that even if you create such five different channels, OTT oh, okay, okay. Instagram is television is the third, radio ho gaya. Uh, you know, theatrical release ho gaya. you still create another five of them, and neither is there going to be a dearth of content, neither is there going to be a dearth of audiences. So you yeah. so, so, get content hai, yaar, matab, I miss uh, on watching some films in theatre because there are so many films which are coming up. So yeah. week mein three film a week I could go to one of them, I can't go to the other two of them. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that's how, so I'll watch them on OTT. Uh, but on So, I'll probably watch it on television. So that spillover is always going to happen, uh, I think somewhere. So I find that debate uh, probably in a short term it might be a debate because right now th- uh, theatres are really Paying those huge rents in the malls, too. Yeah. so, uh, so the, the real estate cost is going to be a huge on them uh, in short term. But in long term, I think I don't think so. That's even going to be an issue here. I think yeah. like like Surya Vansham, jaisi film, who that's what India is about. I don't yeah. think so. OTT pe, uh, anyone is going to watch that kind of film.
0: Uh, yeah, and I think cool. when when Christopher yeah. Nolan released his film like last week or two weeks back, in theatres, like in, in the US and some other countries as well, I felt that, okay, yeah, probably we are probably going to go back to the normal way of consuming films as well. And all this, you know, as you said, was overreacting and for this particular short period only. I also agree that thought about overreaction... So I think to the- the- Haan, haan, the
1: only place I am looking right now to open as soon as a movie theater, like I am missing going to a movie theater. I think agar mere pure life mein de, something that I am missing is right now going to a movie theater, right? So for yeah. me, I don't think so. OTT solves that problem, like uh, uh, there have been some really good OTT releases that happened, films that released on OTT, but yeah. I wasn't excited because film chote screen pe I didn't watch yeah. screen film on the I might as well skip it. But I might as well watch it on a big screen if I want to really watch it. Yeah. Otherwise, remain the film. Ayega, theater And I mean, watch the, watch the
0: experience of a OTT or a film really matters. What kind of setup you have at your home, right? Like what kind of big home theater or like a giant LED screen if you have, or are you watching it on your phone or are you watching it on your laptop, whatever? I mean, those things also matter. It's not just like a standard. Uh, but way I think mean, of-
1: majority of people. I think majority of people watch them on mobile. Yeah. I think that's where it kills the entire experience. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like, you know, uh, being on a mobile, watching it. And for me, I can't watch anything more than two minutes long on a mobile. I'm like, oh, yeah, matlab, this device is not meant for me to yeah. you know, watch a video. This device is good. Yeah. If there's anything longer in duration, I might need to shift to a laptop or a television. Yeah.
0: yeah. So,
1: merely it's like a film on a mobile is something I can't do. <clears throat> Yeah. Mobile beta, I can't watch a... Film for
0: two and a half
1: hours. I don't know how people yeah. even manage to pull it off. So, you those people might be a, a genuine competition to a PVR. <laughs> yeah. PVR would be like,
0: I know, and you know, probably because I watch a film like with, with full consciousness and full awareness, so if I'm on my phone pe dekh raha or constantly, somebody is sending me a WhatsApp or an email or I get a phone call, it's a very disturbing thought for me. So, I also prefer to watch it on a laptop right. or a television, whatever that is. Right. Talking about the uh, second exactly. hot topic yeah. of censorship on ODL yes. platforms, about censorship. About so,
1: uh, one, I think censorship is directly related to who is ruling your country. Uh, and it has less to do with people's right and more to do with uh, the leader's thought kind of a space. So uh, <laughs> censorship ki jab tak baat hogi, jab tak uh, hum, this government yeah. i don't think so uh, that censorship was on ott would have been issue uh if we had a previous government carrying forward they would have been like dude <laughs> this government is like, censorship like everyone has got their own fundas of uh, to yeah. talk about uh, i don't think so OTT's uh, censorship because people will always find a way out so once you get people to digital yeah. <laughs> Digital, pe there are a lot of things to uh, to break things. You know, uh, television, pe because there is a uh, one way transmission, movie hall, mein, there is a one way transmission, you can control a lot of things. You can tell those 12,000 12, screens in India that do not have e Because 12,000 screens, ki baat hai. you can
0: yeah. take
1: out the policy and have a control on those number of screens. How are you going to have a control on billion screens? That's completely non-possible and people will find out the way to do that, right? Exactly. Humare, so I, I think uh, censorship on OTT, the OTT platforms will come out and they'll say, okay, theek hai, ye, ye censored version, nikal diya. Kuch din they'll just launch a pirated version, which is uncensored. They'll just yeah. do it. Uh, they'll give you a second link and they'll, uh, as well as would want people to probably have access to things. So I don't think the, the entire debate of oh, having oh, censorship over OTT is not going to be it will not long uh, you know last for a, yeah. a lot longer. Uh, uh probably the second thing is that you have got companies in India, uh, especially most of the OTTs in India are non-Indian OTTs, uh, yeah. at least the ones that have got more woke audience influence, yeah. uh, and they are not, non-Indians, they are those companies who are not going to give shit about uh, uh, how things here are going to roll out. They'll so, say, Okay, Indian shows me, hum karenge, hum shows me hum karenge. How are you going to control the the, the house of cards that they made in U.S. Exactly. Ko nahi kar sakte na. Yeah. You can probably say that, okay, I Indian show, hai, I can go about it. So yeah. I don't see yeah. that being a concern <clears throat> uh, uh, for people. Probably from a maker's point of view, yes. Uh, I think to an extent, na, there is one side of me that tells me that censorship should <laughs> I One of my interns was showing me Altbalaji's shows. Yeah. and Altbala Ji shows they didn't the I had a little censorship they had a no censorship their yeah. show ke thumbnails title so much I a I so I think people are also building businesses out of it. I mean the google ads <laughs> I mean, I facebook think, ads that
0: you get about these shows I mean it's just weird like automatically just a weird ad will pop up saying ki watch this on Aldeology or Voot or whatever these other uh, OTT platforms are and I think they they're just you know uh, I think this is a complaint that I have with Facebook and the advertisement world in general ki, like they'll just target ki अगर 20 से 30 उम्र का male है इंसान male इंसान है उसको ads tum nimara search he's interested in erotic content or not just just show him this yes. ad and he might be interested so I think that's uh, that's one thing, but I also know that this entire debate is 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 can be like a whole separate topic altogether uh, yeah, yeah yeah, so it's what I'm going to so do is yeah. I'm going to ask you a last question, and the last question is something that will bring back us to the content side and the content industry side altogether. Uh, how do you think that content creators and independent creators today, uh, you know, can have a secure future and can have financially stable future? What do you think? What are some options that they have, let's say in 2020 or in the upcoming years? So,
1: uh, one of the key things that I feel, uh, Pawan, that creators hugely led is the business side uh, of of theirs you know creators usually think that creation or creating is going to be the only thing that is going to help them in one percent cases yes in 99 cases no there is if you are not selling yourself there's no one else in, on the world who's going to sell you uh, so you have to be the person who's going to be out there selling uh be very proactive about such things uh, go out make decisions, find platforms, find audiences, uh, probably have that kind of a business mindset to things as well. I'm not saying just think of it from completely a business mindset, but just think of it from how much relevant it, is it going to be for the people who are going to buy it? Is it something that people even want to buy it? Uh, so especially in the short film domain, a lot of people who come up want to tell a story that they want to tell completely, which is fine but but is it relevant to the world do you think there's an audience if you make if you are trying to tell a story that uh, you like then consider yourself as the only audience member to it if you are telling a story that everyone is going to like then consider about the audience and then you can probably crib about audience not watching it enough right story which is exactly what is happening with uh, the larger scale of say so, bollywood as well you know people making up films uh, which are only limited to themselves. So they, they tell really, really heartwarming stories. They tell some of the most beautiful stories, but they are the stories that they want to tell, not what audiences want to listen. On the other side, Rohit Chetty said, okay, what? You know what? I don't want to tell a story. I just want to make something that audience wants to see. And that's why we go out and we say, Rohit Chetty, what's going film? Is so, kar kar why is he doing 300 crores? If you are talking about financial stability, I think... He's one of those guys in India who's most financial stable in the creative field. Uh, why is he doing yeah. that? Is because he's reading his audiences. Uh, he's, yeah. He knows how to sell it. He doesn't uh, want to go out in the process and say, Okay, you know, what's my story. what I Which is where 99% of the creators go wrong. Now, be it uh, a, a huge established film creator, be it someone who's just starting out and making those glass paintings or nice wall decors, uh, or someone who's even making say pastries. Uh, to an extent. I find someone who's creating some work and putting out, it out to the world. Uh, if you don't know how, how to sell, uh, if you don't know how the audiences work, if you don't know how uh, basics advertisement works, uh, then probably you are just doing first part of the job correctly. You are not doing the second part of the job correctly. It's like I'm making a film which is for me the most wonderful film in the world but i going not being able to sell it or take it out to the audiences. And then cribbing about it if industry is bad. skill developed. So a good thing can be either you can develop those skills which everyone should know. So basic skills that I find that everyone should know is one, uh, understanding the audiences, having the cost metrics always behind your head, knowing what is my cost of making it? How am I going to make profit? Are people going to buy it or not buy it? For example, if I'm making nice paintings, are people going to buy those paintings or not going to buy it? If yes, how much do they think it is worth? Uh, if they buy it at say X amount of rupees, how much am I going to make? How much sure. is that going to help me to make a team? Etc. etc. Those kind of cost metrics. The second is uh, learn the other business skills, which is the uh, skill of negotiation, the skill of understanding how an agreement works, right? Those kind of things that people don't know. I need creators. Jo, 10 short film lagta ki, ya, job, so example, my job uh, running a community is is also making sure that i'm paying salaries at time to make this community run i can't be saying that i am good to community hence please be a part of my community no man i have a team of people who are working day and night in making this community happen the yeah. same is with you right yeah. you are working uh on 10 different things you can't be like if community 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 banana hai yeah. Nahi yaar, community ko empower bhi karna hai na, there are five different things to. so that's the business part of a uh, creator and that's where most of the creators i think uh have great product uh but are unable to sell uh, so mm-hmm. if you know how to sell if you have time right now in the pandemic uh and and if you have uh, uh you know if you find out some right just go through right blogs right videos of creators in the past who have sold uh, it well people have found out a way to uh uh you know people have found out a way to also uh, make uh, for creators. Now there's no point writing scripts if you know that there's no demand for such things in the market. Yeah, then yeah. probably at the end of year you have written five scripts, but no one wants those five scripts. Uh, so I think for example there's something that you guys did, uh, uh, did with was a virtual fee a couple of days back. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: right. Now yes. now you would also else realize there are some creators who came to you and said, you know, feature me, I want to get featured. Yeah. Or probably you like development. So those are the guys who are going to be proactive guys, who are going to find out a way, they'll say, okay, you know what, EFA is doing something, I want to be out there, I want to be seen, uh, because uh, if 200 people see me, uh, 10 people buy, if 2000 people yes. see me, 100 people buy, they'll find out that formula, they'll find out what ratio works for them, how their lead works, how their sales works, etc. Uh, there are some people who are just sitting on their screen and enjoying saying that, areva wow. PFA, ra, hai, so why didn't these people reach out to me? Why didn't they feature me? So uh, yeah. you know we'll have to be on the other side of being uh, as creators. So eh, Indian mentality ki artist, creator life, create karta. Hai. Main, yaar, I think yeah. the entire idea is, is creating and distributing. So we have to tell yeah. people that you are not just a creator, you are also a distributor. Uh, you might have the best vlog, best travel video. Uh, probably you have clicked the best pictures but it's of no use if you don't know how to build an audience around it then you just end up being a you know it's like a factory that's been making soaps but doesn't know how to sell soaps so they they have a warehouse which is full of soaps but there no one in the market buys their soap kind of stuff
0: and i think today because of the entire digital uh you know how how digital our lives have become uh 50 i would say is is the job to create and you know be artistic and you know have that creativity rest 50 percent is how to distribute it's it right, how to promote right. it advertise it connect sales and all those things which 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 so is I'll, kind I'll of very a, important uh, i'll give
1: you a very small example uh so one of my friend uh he's been a screenwriter right and uh he's been uh, writing shows for OTT, for television for films everything and nothing has clicked uh, for him he's been uh doing it here in mumbai for last for last 12 years now 12 13 years and not a single show out of his credit that has gone out he's just done some commercial uh, corporate film work and all that that keeps paying his bills kind of a stuff so uh april mein, he just said thought yeah i'm stuck i can't go back to my hometown so what next so he's, he posted a uh, a small video saying that guys I want to do a workshop on writing where I'll take you through uh, the process of writing Right, and uh, I think the first workshop he did he charged people thousand rupees and he got some uh, 20 odd people to do something like this and he, he were excited he's like I'm corporate corporate film itna karta versus pe, I'm getting almost same amount paid to me in the same duration where I'm also sharing my skills I'm also meeting new people. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he said, okay, so I'll do more of workshops now in last four or five months that guy has done more than 10 workshops. Uh, his last workshop batch had more than 300 people attending, paying 1000 rupees. Now he's probably making more money than what he would have made in an entire year through a five hour workshop that he does. Now it's about being, uh, you know, being agile, being out there, yeah. understanding what people are looking for. Uh, so now he has put 12 years in learning how to write scripts. And now, uh, instead of writing scripts, he's he's probably now more focused on uh, uh, making uh, understanding where the money comes from. Does he lose on his art? No. I think his twelve years of learnings are going exactly the same things that are helping him right now. But yeah. uh, did he figure out a better business model for himself? Definitely yes. I think industry may, he would have competed with ten thousand other writers uh, yeah. and not been able to break that barrier versus writing. Where he's just probably using a good online tool, learned it, and using his learnings in monetizing it for himself. So it completely makes all the business sense to me. Here. Why
0: not? Yeah. And I think as a creator, if somebody can either create let's say entertaining content, or let's say educational content, then that particular content can, you know, just, you know, just reach to a lot of people because either people are looking for entertainment or maybe learning something like, like this writing workshop or something like that. Absolutely, but I, think, yeah, yeah. I think this entire conversation has been pretty, uh, you know, enriching and exciting for me as well. Uh, I, I love to talk about content and, you know, this entire industry and I'm pretty sure you also love to uh, talk about it. But, uh, you know, probably we'll set up some other casual call uh, sometime later. But thank you so much, Ritam, for, you know, sharing all these insights, giving us your time, and I'm you know. yeah, glad, glad, yeah.
1: I think what you and Shiteja have been doing is uh, something very much needed. In fact, in uh, the kind of spectrum you have covered across, uh, and especially, I think, you know, what, uh, one thing I keep on telling my team is, let's become a community of people uh, who are not only creators, but people who are artists as well. And uh, what you guys are already doing is something I'm so happy about uh, and the way you have been doing I don't think so uh, you guys are already being out there doing things looking forward to uh, so much more collaboration with both of you yeah I think uh, amazing
0: things if I was an artist I would have loved if that form like this existed ever thank you so much Ritam am definitely obviously I mean when, when this year as well your team reached out to us for you know being part of the festival we, we without hesitation said yes we definitely want to be uh, the partners uh, for this year's festival as well and and I hope I'm, I'm going to thoroughly enjoy uh, this year's festival as well and I hope the festival turns out to be great and obviously I'll share uh, the details in the description of this video and obviously we'll share it on our social media pages as well the dates and different challenges that we're doing but thank you so much Once again for giving me your time and sharing all the knowledge with us today. Pleasure, yeah. My pleasure.